0: What is up my dudes? Welcome to Olympia Oddities. I'm Trista. And I'm Steven. And today, we're here to tell you about a curious urban legend that sprung up from Portland's arcade scene in the early 80s. This is the story of Polybius and how its addictive, mind-controlling gameplay summoned the Men in Black to Pacific Northwest arcades.
1: I'm already intrigued.
0: Yeah, I wrote this one with you in mind. I was like, hmm, what's a like episode that I could do that I feel like Steven would really like? And then I remembered this
1: one. I love the Men in Black. I love arcades. The 80s I'm kind of hit and miss on, but I yeah, no, I'm excited for this. I'm I'm genuinely excited for this.
0: Right, before we go in, what's your favorite arcade game?
1: Ooh, man, I don't know. If I really okay. I've never seen one in person. But I usually go online and play it, Dig Dug. I love Dig Dug, If I ever find one in person, I would. But like as far as like the classic ones, probably that I have seen in person, probably Pac-Man or uh I think it's just Donkey Kong where you're actually Mario just going up the yeah. And he's Donkey like throwing Kong the barrels badass, at you. Yeah. Other than that, I usually go for like pinball machines of any sort, of any variety, especially the gimmicky ones like ACDC, the monsters uh i'm trying to think of batman that was a fun one
0: r.i.p the metallica pinball machine at jake's oh yeah (laughs) i spent many a drunken night on that thing while my friends were having a bad night and i'm just over in the corner like yeah but i got cartoon lars ulrich and we're doing just fine (laughs) i think my favorite arcade game no i know my favorite arcade game i'm backing that sentence up i'm confident in my answer area 51 hands down Anytime I see that machine anywhere, I will play it. Bowling alley, I'm there. Roller skating rink, before a movie, I'm there.
1: I was about to say, I got two more things to say. One, my favorite pinball machine is at Yardbirds. It's like a a billiards-based one, which is kind of fun. Yeah, I showed it to you that one day. And there's like, yeah, I don't even think it's like an eight ball, but there's a billiard ball that you can hit with a little pinball. (laughs) Yeah. and yeah, it's actually really easy to get like three to four balls at a time in there. But also, how could I have forgotten about the Jurassic Park arcade game that we did?
0: Oh, oh yeah, that, that was bad. The quesadilla
1: factory. That one was so much fun. Like we did that one, and then the I almost said night of the Living Dead, the Walking Dead one, which was very similar. But nah, Jurassic Park all the way,
0: all day every day.
1: I think that one's that one gets an honorable mention.
0: The legend of the game Polybius says that in 1981, a mysterious new arcade game began popping up in Portland, Oregon arcades. The game allegedly appeared in several different suburbs, and because this was something of a rarity at the time, it attracted a lot of attention from people eager to give the game a shot. And quite the game it must have been, because soon enough, lines of people started to form around the machines. The gameplay was addicting, so much so that fights would begin to break out in these lines.
1: Oh, man, that's that's intense.
0: The game was causing people to become aggressive and possessive over its gameplay, but that wasn't the weirdest bit. The strangest thing was that these machines seemed to be visited by strange men, allegedly the men in black, who would gather the data from the machines. Some thought that they were taking the data to be analyzed. But for what reason? Like a say. secret shady government arcade game
1: project what do you think the data is
0: probably like high scores and stuff
1: like i'm curious what they were like running the high scores for like where they dropped off in the game or like where to... I, I don't know that's weird and then also you know what this reminds me of hmm. that soda machine in oh Seattle.
0: yeah the mystery vending machine i wish it would make a return i'm sad that i, I never got to go
1: i hope that it's just a covid thing but yeah i, I never got to go either i hope that comes back So do I. But that's immediately what this makes me think of, and I love it.
0: People who had played the game also started to suffer from weird side effects like amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations. Then, just as suddenly as it had arrived, all Polybius games disappeared, just one month after they'd made their first appearance.
1: You know, after all of those side effects, now I'm just starting to think, lead poisoning. (laughs) (laughs) And the fights breaking out, just lead poisoning.
0: I should have never introduced you to the lead poisoning to serial killers of the 70s
1: <laughs> outbreak,
0: because now everything goes back to lead poisoning. But This is the first time i
1: brought it up! Well, okay, no, that's not true. But
0: <laughs> brought it up on air. <laughs> so, was Portland the testing grounds for a government mind control project? If you search online, you can find accounts of the game from people who really do seem to remember Polybius, or at least a game that was very similar to it. Let's get into some more details of the game and some theories behind what Polybius really was, or if it ever did really exist. Most accounts say that the name of the company that made Polybius was Sinneschlogen. I'm trying my best That's here. A name. I know. A writer, Brian Dunning, described this as a not quite idiomatic German meaning that it's a word constructed outside of the norms of German usage and grammar. So basically someone just kind of crammed two German words together to make a meaning, like make a
1: new word. I mean, that sounds like most of the German language, (laughs) like the newer words.
0: The name would roughly translate Mm -hmm. to something like senses to extinguish slash senses to delete, combining the German word for senses, Sene, and "loschen," meaning to extinguish or delete.
1: That's eerie.
0: Yeah, so right there in the name of the company, it's telling you that it's going to delete or extinguish your senses.
1: That's some big brother shit.
0: Historians and some journalists that have done their own research into Polybius made the realization that the name Polybius was also the name of a classical Greek historian. This Polybius was known for his assertion that historians should never report what they cannot verify through interviews with eyewitnesses.
1: That's... I don't know how I feel about that.
0: I think it's a little t- like tongue-in-cheek uh, kind of head nod. Once we get into some of the theories, I think that it will kind of make sense. Fun. As for the origin of the legend, its original source is debated. Some people think that it began as a word-of-mouth thing, first appearing offline. Some think that its first appearance was on Usenet in 1994. Neither of these theories have any evidence supporting them, though. The earliest record of Polybius being mentioned that can be confirmed is an entry under the title Polybius that was added to an arcade game resource called CoinOp.org on February 6, 2000. The entry mentions both the name Polybius and a copyright date of 1981. Curiously, though, no copyright for Polybius was ever really registered.
1: Even weirder...
0: The author of this entry also claimed in the description that they were in possession of a ROM image of the game and that they had been able to e- extract text fragments from it, including text that read, 1981,
1: sinneslochen Sloshin Slöchen? Sinneslöchen. I'm really Sin- trying. Sinnes... Uh, um, Sinneslöchen. Sure, sure, yeah. Sin- the re- Glockenspiel.
0: The rest of the information on the page is filled out as unknown, and the about the game section just goes over the urban legend about it, recapping the bizarre side effects and the visits from The Men in Black. Sometime before September of 2003, the owner of coinop.org, Kurt Kohler, reached out to a video game magazine called GamePro about Polybius. In the September 2003 issue, Polybius was featured in a feature story titled Secrets and Lies. This is the first mention of the game in print, and it helped the legend of Polybius reach the mainstream masses. The article had declared that the existence of the game was inconclusive, which helped spark further interest. Because of course, once you tell people that, they're going to want to go out and find it for themselves, you know? It's like a lost media thing.
1: That's I I love where this is going already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) After Polybius was mentioned in GamePro magazine, a number of people came forward with claims that they had been involved with Polybius. In 2006, a man named Steven Roach claimed that he had been one of Polybius' original programmers. He claimed that he and his company had developed the game using very intense and cutting-edge graphics for the time.
1: I'm just imagining this man, like, describing this game and just being like, I-, I don't know, imagine, like, some squares, maybe a circle, you gotta go collect it. Now I'm just imagining, now I need to, like, I feel like I need to describe this as Strong Bad from Homestar Runner, just like, I don't know, some squares! Maybe there's a circle, then you gotta go collect something, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's like, what does cutting-edge graphics really mean for 1981?
1: 1981.
0: (laughs) Roach also claimed that the game had been pulled by the company in a panic after a boy had an epileptic seizure while playing it. Roach has been unable to provide any proof to any of his claims, though.
1: I still don't like those odds.
0: Like, if he actually, like, was the person like responsible for developing and that's the reason why the whole thing
1: got pulled. Yeah, just anybody getting a seizure from just like I just that just seems like the most unpleasant just flashing lights or just any sort of just that just, just how does that even happen?
0: It makes me think of that Pokemon episode from when we were kids. That I was one that got that pulled for giving a bunch of kids seizures all over the world.
1: I was thinking about that too. And then that makes me think about that Simpsons episode where they made like a, a really funny reference to it. Really light reference. I think they went to Japan, and then they ended up watching it, and they all had a seizure on the floor.
0: A producer and author named Brian Dunning believes that Polybius is an urban legend that grew from a mixture of influences in the 80s. That's kind of fun. He noted that in 1981, two people playing video games had become ill on the same day in Portland. One had suffered a migraine and collapsed after playing the game Tempest. And the other incident had happened after a boy attempting to break a world record by playing asteroids suffered from stomach pain.
1: Okay, I've already got a couple of theories for either of those. The first dude, he's just staring at screens for too long, because I had that earlier today. The other dude, sir, you're breaking a world record, but you need somebody to feed you some food while you're doing it. Oh,
0: don't worry, because we're about to break it down. Because I said, what? (laughs) And I found a, a... a newspaper article from the time about the kid trying to break the world record, and we are about to find out what caused his stomach pain.
1: Uh-oh. The
0: answer's funnier than you'd think.
1: Break it down for me.
0: So, Brian Morrow was 12 years old, and he'd been attempting to break the world record of 30.1 million points scored in asteroids. Holy
1: crap!
0: According to an article in the newspaper, the Eugene Register guard titled Tummy Derails Asteroid Champ. <laughs> yeah, isn't that a great headline? Moro had been playing the game for a little over 28 hours when his stomach discomfort set in. He'd come prepared, wearing gloves to prevent blisters on his fingers and using a special chair with more back support that was brought into the arcade just for the special occasion. He would take breaks by getting extra spaceships and sacrificing a few while he rested.
1: This kid, he sounds like the missing element from the Goonies. Like, I can imagine him (laughs) having, like a trucker hat with the bill flipped up on it and shit you know
0: he really would fit right
1: into the goonies and he did like the finger like the gloves and everything just (laughs) like hey guys sorry i was late i was trying to beat my high score in asteroids down at the arcade down at (laughs) (laughs) Astroland."
0: peter Frey, a man who witnessed the attempt said he lagged a little last night because his hands began to cramp There we were massaging one of his hands to get the circulation back while he was playing with the other hand, working four or five buttons with one hand. It was
1: incredible. And now I got Pinball Wizard going through my head.
0: Moro's dad, Joe, kept careful records throughout his son's attempt, and his mom, Anne, even brought their Thanksgiving dinner to the arcade. (laughs) I feel really bad for Anne.
1: (laughs) Now I'm thinking about that World of Warcraft episode of South Park. I'll tell you about that later. Oh, man. But still, tragedy struck. What was the tragedy?
0: A woman named Rhonda Nelson said that nervousness aggravated by television filming lights and activity surrounding his attempt contributed to Moro's feeling sick. She said, she said, he said he thought he drank too many Cokes. He left the game and didn't come back. Morrow apparently went home after this and was unable to be contacted when the newspaper reached out to him. Rhonda Nelson told the paper that he still earned the record for his age group. He drank too many Cokes. Yeah. I've
1: been there. That'll do it. Yep. That'll do it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian Dunning also discovered that just 10 days after two separate people had fallen ill from excessive gaming... The FBI had raided several arcades in the Portland area. The owners of the arcade had been suspected of using the machines for gambling, and the investigation into it had FBI agents monitoring arcade games for signs of tampering, as well as recording high scores. Dunning believes that these two bizarre events happening so close to each other kind of caused them to form into one giant urban legend that quickly grew legs. I love it. I think it explains everything.
1: That is kind of fun. I, honestly, that's something I can see. myself. Even if I'm not like starting an arcade now, I can see myself doing that. Just like placing bets. I'm like, how many kids you think are going to walk up to that machine over there? That are like just like, I bet you that kid beats this kid on, on this machine over here. But, but, but blah, 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 blah. No, I
0: think they were using the machines to gamble. Like they were like changing the
1: inner systems of like yeah, I was the about machines. To say. That part, I would not do. Because I'm not that smart. But uh, also, I would be using them to gamble.
0: <laughs> yeah, and c- just imagine seeing that through the eyes of like, imagine you're like an 8 to 10 year old at an 80s arcade. And you see these FBI agents coming in and tampering with stuff. Of course you're going to be like, men in black. And then you hear about two kids getting sick like a week before that. And you're like, the, the arcade machine's evil. This you know, is I could totally see how they could come to that conclusion. I love it.
1: This is a B storyline for the Goonies. Or even a sea (laughs) storyline.
0: He believes that the legend must have started to spread around 1984 since a movie came out that year called The Last Starfighter, which features a plot where a teenager is recruited by aliens who monitor him playing a covertly developed arcade game.
1: I think I've seen that.
0: I've never seen it. I kind of want to watch it
1: now. I I think I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but not the whole thing.
0: Other people investigating the case have their own theories, though like internet writer Patrick Kellogg who believes that the game who believes the game one second who believes the game that many are remembering as Polybius may actually be a different game that actually existed called Cube Quest which sounds like the most boring game ever doesn't it
1: That sounds like a working title for the game Cube <laughs> <laughs>
0: Cube Quest was released in 1983, and Kellogg describes the game's visuals as revolutionary and far ahead of typical games of the time. The game often had issues since it was played from a laserdisc, causing lots of visits from people who were repairing the machine, and it was frequently removed from arcades after a short amount of time for the same reason.
1: Dude, no wonder this game didn't last long. It was on laserdisc. (laughs) Holy crap. A
0: British filmmaker and video game journalist, Stuart. Stuart Brown thinks that the origin of the legend actually started in 2000 and not 1981, and thinks that CoinOp.org owner Kurt Kohler intentionally started the rumor as a hoax to drive more attention to his site. Brown claims that he couldn't find any evidence of the game's existence dating before 2000, the same year that the game appeared on CoinOp.org.
1: You know, I don't see anything wrong with that personally. I mean... you want some foot traffic to your website? Yeah, sure. Have a little fun mythical
0: Yeah, he basically there. just like made an ARG. If that is the case, you know what I mean? ARG. Alternate reality game. Oh. Oh, we're about to have like a giant
1: off off mic <laughs> discussion about this. <laughs> I was about to say yeah, he basically just made like his own like video game news tabloid. There you go. Boom. Bat boy in a video game.
0: While it's unlikely that the real Polybius game was a thing, you haven't missed your chance to play it. In 2007, PC software developers Rogue Synapse registered the domain sinislation.com and offered a free downloadable game titled Polybius for PC. In 2006, Llamasoft, (laughs) I love that name, Llamasoft announced that they would be making a game called Polybius for the PlayStation 4 with support for the PlayStation VR.
1: Are we looking for this game?
0: We should. I'd love to give it a spin, as long as I don't get night terrors or insomnia or amnesia or hallucinations. I'm okay with the men in ba- men in black paying a visit. Will Smith yeah, seems cool.
1: Yeah, right. Tommy Lee Jones seems cool. Josh Brolin, when he was young, Tommy Lee Jones.
0: We'll give him a shoulder. We'll talk about the Jada stuff. We'll throw a little shade.
1: <laughs> we'll have fun. With-
0: we'll have fun with them. So Polybius has quite a few appearances in pop culture too including a 2006 Simpsons episode titled Please Homer, Don't Hammer Him, which features an arcade with a Polybius machine. Nine Inch Nails' video for their 2017 single Less Than features Polybius gameplay that was designed by Llamasoft's Jeff Minter. In 2021, it was featured in the Disney Plus show Loki, and a 2020 movie called Ashes and the Polybius Heist heavily references the urban legend about the game
1: that's fun yeah that's a lot of fun actually Mm
0: -hmm. i especially love the little simpson shout out
1: i do too i love simpson shout outs specifically
0: thank you for listening to another episode of olympia oddities if you want to support the podcast you can follow us on facebook or instagram at olympia oddities podcast you can leave us a positive review or tell a friend about us if you want to submit an episode idea or a spooky story of your own you can DM us anytime or send us an email at olympiaudities at gmail.com. I'm Trista, and my personal Instagram is at SaloonGhost.
1: I am Steven, also known as Wildberry Pop Tart. You can find me at the Steven Ramirez on Instagram.
0: And if you do send in a spooky story or an idea and you want us to give you a little shout out, feel free to like send in your name and give us a little note that like gives us permission to give you a shout out. Um until next time, friends. Until next time. Remember to take breaks in your gaming. Get up, stretch your legs, get Drink some water, press yeah. those eyes.
1: Go outside.
0: Don't make your mom bring Thanksgiving dinner to the arcade, though. You got to draw a line somewhere.